Welcome to Jewish Magic, where we explore all things magic in and around Judaism. I'm Michelle Leffler, shamanic energy alchemist and Jewish extraordinaire. I'm the owner of Living Moon Meditation, where I help people find balance in their personal, professional, and spiritual lives. It's my honor to talk to you about Jewitry and Jewish magic. Let's get started. Love Jewish Magic Podcast. You can support it and me and help keep it ad-free by joining me as a patron on Gumroad. I'm moving from Patreon to Gumroad. For as little as $7 per month, you can help keep me going. That's at gumroad.com slash livingmoonmeditation. If you're not already on my email list, be sure to sign up at livingmoonmeditation.com. All of these links are in the show notes. And now for our featured quote. The opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. The opposite of art is not ugliness, it's indifference. The opposite of faith is not heresy, it's indifference. And the opposite of life is not death, it's indifference. Ellie Wiesel. This past week was International Holocaust Remembrance Day. It is a day which commemorates the liberation of Auschwitz, the largest Nazi concentration camp and extermination center. Do you know how many people died during the Holocaust? Many people are aware of the 6 million Jews who died, but they were not the only ones. According to the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum, a total of approximately 20 million people died. That number includes the approximate 17,303,900 known deaths, as well as the undetermined numbers of certain groups of people. Who were these certain groups of people? Jews, obviously, but also Soviet civilians, Soviet prisoners of war, Polish civilians, Serb civilians, disabled individuals, Roma, Jehovah's Witnesses, repeat criminal offenders, German political opponents, and homosexuals. I've included a link for you in the show notes if you want to read more about this. And there were more than just those groups. There were others, but that's the big classes of people who died during the Holocaust. So definitely check out the link in the show notes for more information about that. Now this makes me think back to a piece I wrote in November 2015 during the Syrian refugee crisis. And I'm not talking about refugee crises here today, although I'm mentioning it because it's important. Now it's been over six years since the Syrian refugee crisis in 2015. And since then, we are still no closer to finding an answer to the question of whether or not to let refugees into the United States. I don't know what the answer is. I do have my opinion. I'm not going to share that here, but I do have an opinion on what should be done. But I do know that we must never forget the horror of what happened to 20 million people um, during the Holocaust. And I do know that when we say never again, that it is exactly what we mean. Now, the atrocity can never happen again. We must make sure that it doesn't, and it doesn't just apply to Jews. 
while Jews were the largest single group of people who died in the Holocaust, there were 14 million non-Jews who perished. Never again means never again for anyone. Now, in terms of refugees, it doesn't matter where they come from. And I can understand both points of view on the issue of deciding to let individuals into the United States. I can see both sides. I really can. Now, again, I do have an opinion on what I think, but I'm not going to share it here. And no matter what decision is made, it's not an easy decision. But there is something that has to be done because people are being treated in a manner that we say never again, but then we see it happening and nothing is changing. The one thing that weighs heavy on my mind is that the 2015 refugee crisis, and I'm mentioning that, I know there have been others since, but I'm mentioning that one because I was specifically thinking about a piece I wrote in 2015. So that was not the first refugee crisis, and it won't be the last, sadly. A refugee crisis happened during the Holocaust. Uh, one example is European refugees attempting to flee to the United States and being denied entrance. Now, in 1939, 937 refugees fled from Hamburg, Germany, headed for Havana, Cuba, aboard the MS St. Louis. When they arrived in Havana, only 28 passengers out of 937 were allowed to disembark and enter Cuba. And the remaining 900 plus passengers were denied entry. Now, after leaving Cuban waters, the St. Louis sailed so close to Florida that the passengers could see the lights of Miami. They begged President Roosevelt to grant entry to the U.S., but he didn't even respond. He didn't say no. He just didn't respond. The St. Louis was sent back to Europe with 908 passengers. Great Britain admitted 288 refugees and the remainder were admitted to continental European countries. Now, of those 620 refugees admitted to the European mainland, 532 were trapped when Hitler invaded Western Europe. And ultimately, 254 of those people died in the Holocaust. 254 lives that could have been spared. Think about that. It seems like such a small number compared to the millions of people who died, but 254 more people could have lived. Imagine what their descendants could have done. Descendants who were never born. I personally know a beautiful woman who lives because her mother was put on the kinder transport to England while her other family members were on board the St. Louis. They landed in Holland, but were part of those who ultimately died. And just thinking about that makes me cry because I have a personal connection to this woman. But that's just one story of 254 stories. That's just one. And they're all equally cry-worthy. They all, I, I don't cry about them because I don't know the stories. But I know this one and it makes me cry. If you're interested in learning more about the St. Louis incident, I have added a link in the show notes because there's so much more that you 
should know about the St. Louis. Now, again, I'm not talking today about refugees, although I mention it and it seems like that's what I'm talking about because it ties in with my ultimate topic. And I'm talking about xenophobia and anti-Semitism. 254 people aboard the St. Louis in 1939 ultimately died because of American anti-Semitism. Now, we say never again, but we are living in times where it could happen again. Just a few weeks ago, we had the latest big news anti-Semitic incident in the United States with the hostage situation in Colleyville, Texas. Now, I say big news because that's exactly what it was. Big news. It was in every major news outlet and everyone heard about it. But it wasn't the first anti-Semitic incident of 2022, nor was it the last. According to the Anti-Defamation League, in January alone, there have been 13 anti-Semitic incidents in the United States. 13 in one month in one country, and that's only the ones reported and tracked by the ADL. I can't begin to know how many others there are, whether untracked, unreported, or outside the United States. And these 13 incidents are not all in one concentrated area. They took place in California, Florida, Maryland, New York, South Carolina, and Texas. Now, I guess some would say I should be happy that the number is down from last year when there were 27 anti-Semitic incidents in the U.S. in January. But there were 397 reported anti-Semitic incidents and 21 in the United States that were tracked by the ADL. That is more than one per day. Obviously, we are having difficulty with the never again mantra. Has it become simply a mantra with no real meaning? Not to Jewish people and those who know and love them. When we live in a society where we endure daily attacks based on our ethnicity and religion, we have a problem. When we cannot freely worship without locked doors, security guards, police, and armed congregants, we have a problem. When we can't speak to our clergy in person without being buzzed in and monitored by security cameras, we have a problem. When Jews can't publicly identify as Jews without fear, we have a problem. When we are still bombarded with pop culture entertainment based on anti-Semitic beliefs, we have a problem. At what point does never again truly mean never again? What needs to be done to ensure that such atrocities stop and absolutely never happen again to Jews or anyone else? I don't know the answer. I'll keep saying never again, but it's not enough. If you have ideas, feel free to send me an email to hello at livingmoonmeditation.com. I really want to know your ideas and have a dialogue on this topic. And now, a look at the Jewish calendar. Rosh Hadesh Adar 1 is Tuesday, February 1st and Wednesday, February 2nd, 2022. The Torah portion for this week, the 4th of Adar 1, is Teruma, Exodus 25, 1-27-19. The Parsha tells of God's instructions to make the tabernacle and its furnishings. Candle lighting time for Shabbat is Friday evening at 4.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Havdalah to end Shabbat will be Saturday evening at 6.02 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
The Torah portion for next week, the 11th of Adar 1, is Tetzava, Exodus 27.20-30.10. The Parsha reports God's commands to bring olive oil for the lamp, make sacred garments for the priests, conduct an ordination ceremony, and make an incense altar. Candle lighting time for Shabbat is Friday evening at 5.08 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Havdalah to end Shabbat will be Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Interested in studying Torah with me and other witchy Jews? Join me over in my Facebook group, Jewish Torah Study. You can find it at facebook.com slash groups slash Jewish Torah Study. I also have the link in the show notes for you. Our book recommendation today is a nonfiction book. Actually, it's a reference book, so it's one where you aren't going to be sitting down to read cover to cover. At least it's not likely. Today we are talking about the Encyclopedia of Jewish Myth, Magic, and Mysticism by Jeffrey W. Dennis. This is an excellent tome. It is an encyclopedia, so every stereotypical thought you have about an encyclopedia is covered, but it is a fantastic reference work. The blurb on the back says, over 3,500 years of accumulated secret wisdom, Jewish esotericism is the oldest and most influential continuous occult tradition in the West. Presenting lore that can spiritually enrich your life, this one-of-a-kind encyclopedia is devoted to the esoteric in Judaism, the miraculous, and the mysterious. In this second edition, Rabbi Jeffrey W. Dennis has added over 30 new entries and significantly expanded over 100 other entries, incorporating more knowledge and passages from primary sources. This comprehensive treasury of Jewish teachings, drawn from sources spanning Jewish scripture, the Talmud, the Midrash, the Kabbalah, and other esoteric branches of Judaism, is exhaustively researched yet easy to use. It includes over 1,000 alphabetical entries, from Aaron to Zohar Hadesh, with extensive cross-references to related topics and new illustrations throughout. Drawn from the well of a great spiritual tradition, the secret wisdom within these pages will enlighten and empower you. The Encyclopedia of Jewish ma uh, Myth, Magic, and Mysticism is one that I highly recommend for anyone who wants to have a book for easy reference to learn about different topics within Jewish mysticism. It's going to give you a brief overview of thousands of topics and it's going to cross-reference you to other things as well. It has references to further reading material, so if you're reading about a topic and you really want more information, it does give you references. There is a glossary in the back, there is a bibliography with the reference works used in English, Hebrew, and other languages, there is a wealth of reference material used that went into creating this encyclopedia, and it gives you access to all of that information as well. So if you have an interest in Jewish magic, and of course you do because you're listening to this podcast, if you have that interest and you don't want to read huge scholarly articles, then this encyclopedia of Jewish myth, magic, and mysticism is for you. Love Jewish Magic Podcast. I'd love to have you give me a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Want more magic with me? Join my free Facebook community, Bad Witch Society. 
It's the perfect place for anyone who's ever been told their brand of magic or witchcraft isn't right. Your magic is valid. Let's celebrate it together. You can find it at facebook.com slash groups slash badwitch, all one word. I have the link in the show notes for you. And if you're into practical ways to apply magic in your life, give my other podcast a listen. You can find Everyday Magic Podcasts on the same platforms as this one. What's happening in the Jewish world? Myers Leonard, formerly of the Miami Heat, has recently appeared in public for the first time since a March 2021 incident when he was playing Call of Duty and called another player a kike bitch. On January 27, 2022, Leonard appeared at a Chabad presentation at the University of Illinois. Since the incident last year, Leonard has visited a Holocaust museum, dined with Holocaust survivors, distributed meals to Jewish families in need, and put on basketball camps for Jewish children. In other news, comedian Al Franken recently compared contemporary American events to Nazi Germany in an episode of his podcast. His comment about feeling like he's in a tavern and looks over to see Nazis at the next table was in response to the Senate's failure to advance a voting rights bill. You can read both of these articles by visiting the links in the show notes. Do you have a Jewishy question you're itching to have an answer to? Send me an email and I may answer it in an upcoming episode. It might also become the topic of an upcoming episode. You can send questions to me at hello at livingmoonmeditation.com. As always, the link will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Jewish Magic. It's truly been my pleasure to talk to you today. If you like this episode or you think it will be useful for someone else, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. If you've got any questions, send me a DM on Instagram at Living Moon Meditation. Remember, life is all about magic you can do. See you next time.